Welcome to Superman and Lois and New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Well, filming has officially, finally, for real, started for Superman and Lois. So they're actually like doing things behind a camera and uh, making the TV show now. It's actually going to work. It was initially planned for March 23rd, if you remember, and it officially started October 21st. So just about seven months delay from the pandemic. Uh, it was the start of filming was announced by Bitsy Tolick on Twitter, who is where the majority of information about this show actually comes from. Just whatever she wants to tweet out is where most of the information comes from. Otherwise, we wouldn't hear about it anyway. Uh, it was started. It was slated to start the week prior, but Vancouver Productions had a delay. Everything because long story, but there's basically a backlog of COVID tests that needed done. A lot of shows lost more than a week of filming. So I don't know if that is why Superman and Lois started a little bit later, uh, but it is actually going. Filming has started. Hooray. Yeah, this is this is not the the time that we thought we were going to have filming started when we started this podcast, when we got really excited about the show being announced, but it doesn't really matter at the end. At the end of the day, it's just awesome that filming has actually started and we're, we're that's one huge hurdle to get over uh, in order to get this show actually in front of our eyeballs. So that's really, really exciting. Really good news. Yeah. Filming is starting about the time the show actually would have been premiered if, if uh, yeah. everything had been going to normal. We would have had episodes actually break down now, uh, if not for the pandemic. But it's very exciting to get things going and, and get things started. And this is the exciting time. Usually they hold off a little bit on marketing, so I'm not expecting a trailer or anything soon. They've just got a few days of show- shooting, but they do have some screen tests and promo shoots. We were kind of We've kind of been waiting for the new suit reveal of what Tyler Hecklin's Superman suit will look like. We assumed that would be coming any day now. It still should be, we would assume. Uh, but we haven't seen that yet. And that's what we were hoping to see. But all of that stuff should be coming in the days. And then probably not until we get into December, maybe, where will we have trailers and teasers and things will really start to amp up if it's still slated to start in January in terms of airing. Yeah, this is this is a big, a big milestone, like you said, but there's not going to be a whole lot of stuff that we actually see because of it. And like you said, Bitsy Tulloch is sharing the most on Twitter. And so we'll maybe we'll get some set pictures that she runs by PR and gets okayed and everything. And maybe we'll get some some small behind the scenes stuff like that. But um, just like you said, we don't expect anything huge just because they've started filming. It'll, it'll take a while for those things to come out. Yeah, and there has been some fun little behind the scenes stuff of Bitsy and Eric Valdez has posted some stuff and, and that. So there's little bits of thing there. Nothing to really tell us anything that's going on in the show or to give us any spoilers or anything like that. But fun little behind the scenes stuff. There's a lot of that out there if you want to to see that stuff and follow them on social media. It's it's also the delay in, because of the COVID test, I think, was a, is a reminder. Hopefully everybody stays healthy. Hopefully everything goes well and smooth and all of that. But it's a reminder how delicate the tv making process is and how how many things have to go right for them to actually be able to film and and how things could break down at any point and there was this isn't even a situation where positive tests came back it's just that they couldn't get the test results in time to actually get the okay for filming uh different shows so i think it's it's a reminder that at some point maybe productions will shut down or maybe other things will happen i think it's a it's a different time we're living in right now yeah that's a good point to to just keep in mind like if they're if when news comes out that maybe production has been delayed a bit, it's not the end of the world. It's it's probably something they're even expected or planned for because, like you said, it's it's kind of a miracle that they're even able to do a TV show right now. The the amount of 
things that they have to do to make sure that everybody is safe and healthy and all the precautions they have to take and extra steps that they wouldn't have to take normally. It's just kind of crazy that they're even able to to film a TV show right now. So uh, it's extremely fortunate that that's, that's happening, but don't be too dismayed if, if some, if something happens where they have to take a couple weeks off or something like that, or another backup of tests and they have to push everything back a week. Absolutely. And we finally have some casting, some more casting. We've had the full main cast announced, but now we've got a couple of recurring roles. Sophia Hasmick has been cast as Chrissy Beppo, who will be a journalist at the Smallville Gazette, the local Smallville newspaper. She has previously appeared in Mad About You, Hello, My Name is Doris, and All the Bright Places. I haven't seen her in any of those things. Uh, she seems like a pretty newer actress. She does have several credits, um, but I hadn't seen her in anything before. My parents watched Mad About You when I was a kid, so I'm sure I have seen her before, but I do not remember. I think this was a newer <laughs> reboot type thing or continuation okay. uh, that happened in 2018, I think. I, I briefly looked at that. That would make some sense. Uh, anyways, they have a, an official character description of Beppo, and it says that uh, Beppo has a knack for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And as a go-getter with dreams of bigger and better things, a chance encounter with her idol changes her life trajectory. So that that sounds like her idol is probably Lois Lane, and that's a that's a good person to look up to. Um, so yeah, that sounds interesting. It's nice to have another journalist for for Lois to interact with and to maybe show the ropes to. Yeah, I think this could be a comic relief type character has a knack for saying the wrong thing at the right time at the wrong time. So it's something they could play around with and have a little fun, have a a quirky character to to add some some fun to the show. And it's funny that you you went right to Lois Lane. I think that's what most people thought, and that's what I think too. Um, it'll probably if she's a journalist looking up to Lois Lane, the award winning reporter, it makes sense. I also thought it would make sense for Clark Kent. I mean, a yeah. small town Smallville reporter who made it to the Daily Planet in metropolis and and is reporting on big stories uh coming back i think that could make sense there too uh or maybe even superman she has a chance encounter with superman she looks up to superheroes but i think with her being a reporter it would be one of the reporters and i think it will most likely be lois lane just because of we've heard what we've heard about the show so far but it would also make a lot of sense for clark kent to uh to be her idol yeah and uh, and i think another thing that this this opens the door for is if she doesn't know that clark kent is superman and she's a journalist and she's trying to investigate who Superman really is. And she gets close to the Clark family and they have to hide that secret from her. Because that's that's something that I've has been a small pet peeve of me on some of these other CW shows is there isn't really anybody who doesn't know the character, like the main superhero's real identity. And that's something I always really enjoyed from the older shows like Smallville. So I hope that they keep that kind of tension and storytelling with some of these characters. Absolutely. I hope to see some of that secret identity stuff as well what do you think about her being a journalist for the smallville gazette do you think that will play a role in there do you think could lois or clark work for the smallville gazette or they can be competing reporters or is smallville gazette like a small town affiliate of the daily planet or something like that where they report stories i don't know yeah that's a good question i hadn't really thought about it too much but i guess my assumption was that Chrissy Beppo is going to be working at the Smallville Gazette, which would be some smaller local newspaper, like you said. And then Lois and Clark would be working in Metropolis for the Daily Planet. And there would be maybe competing and maybe she'd be trying to work. Chrissy would be trying to be working her way up to the same kind of newspaper that they work for. And that's why she idolizes them and uh, tries to follow in their footsteps. Interesting. So there is no Chrissy Beppo in Superman comics. I'm assuming Beppo is a name to the super monkey from Krypton. 
This was a, a character, Beppo the Super Monkey. This was a time in the Silver Age, late 50s, early 60s, where they put super in front of basically any species and and tried to protect the copyrights of Superman. And so you saw super everything. Obviously, there's come up with Superboy before that, but then there was Supergirl, there was Super Monkey, Super Dog, there was a Super Horse, Super Cat. They made a Super Titano, the Super Ape. They made a Super Everything, and Beppo was one of those characters. Uh, but also, there was a Smallville Ledger website. This was, uh, I was reminded of this by a Krypton site. There was a Smallville Ledger website in the early days of Smallville, where they had a fake news website, and it reported on events that actually happened in Smallville, the TV show. One of the main writers was Christopher James Beppo. So I don't know. I like to think that I guess that's a nod to that. And maybe Chrissy's dad is Christopher and has worked in Smallville for a while. And now she's taking up the mantle. I don't know. Yeah, Those are just those are nice little small Easter eggs that almost nobody is going to notice unless you're like us. And so that's that's just really nice uh, because this person could have any name possible. But just to go with something like that is is pretty cool. Uh, next up in casting, Stacy Farber, who is from Degrassi, the next generation, that's what she's most known for, has been cast in the recurring role of Leslie Lahr, according to Krypton site. Uh, there's no Leslie Lahr in comics, uh, but she's described as athletic, strong, and oftentimes heartless, and also the right hand to one of the most influential people on the planet. She's gone from a young, idealistic dreamer to a hardened, world, world-worn dream killer. Sounds friendly. Yeah. I This actress, I... I've seen in one small role in Schitt's Creek, uh, but other than that, I don't really know her, so I'm not super familiar with her, but this character description sounds like, and her name, LL, sounds like she might be connected in some way to the Luthers, um, which would be, I don't know if this would be replacing Lex Luthor or if we would just have non-Lex Luthor or we'll actually see Lex Luthor with her, but that's that's the first thing that jumps out to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I have seen Farber in Saving Hope. She had a recurring role there. I watched it with it Erica Durant, so I watched that show, a medical drama, and, and she was good in that. As for her character, um, yeah, I think a lot of people go to, she works from one of the most influential people on the planet. A lot of people have been comparing her to like a Mercy Graves type for, for Lex Luthor. Maybe that's the case. It wouldn't surprise me if it's Lex or if it, it could be someone else. It could be a powerful villain. It could be... The stranger, whoever the stranger is, it could be some other character that we don't know about. Um, so it could be anything. Like like you mentioned there, if, if she did work for and with Lex Luthor, maybe that would be a way for if John Cryer's Lex Luthor didn't show up for a while, maybe we would have this Leslie Lar in the place and she would be reporting to Lex and doing his bidding because Superman is, or Lois and Clark are in Smallville. So if Lex is in Metropolis or National City or wherever uh, and can't be involved with them on a day-to-day basis, I guess she could be. I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's working with Lex. It just, it seems like the most likely thing that jumps out to you, but she could be working with any other of those characters. It does sound very um, interesting to me. Um, Maybe she could be like a redeemable character because it says that she's gone from young and idealistic dreamer and changed. So maybe in interacting over the seasons with uh, Lois and Clark, she can learn to be a good person again. But I always kind of like those storylines. Redemption. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see that. So the, um, there is yeah, so there the, is a Lesla, Lesla Lar who made a few appearances starting in Action Comics 279, which is from 1961. And she's a, a Supergirl villain. So I don't know if there's any connection to that. 
Yeah, she was a Kryptonian, and I think at first she tried to impersonate Supergirl and all that. Maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe this is just trying to, um, this is an original character, and they just wanted to take a name of a character that they'll never use. Or maybe it's a hint that she, I don't know, nothing that we get from the description makes it sound like she's a Kryptonian in disguise or something like that. So I don't think that's the case. Or maybe there's only so many combinations of LL names that you can make. Well, man, some people keep trying. That's, uh, (laughs) there's a lot now. But yeah, I I could see it being any other. I I am, I would say I hope to get some, some more casting. I'm not disappointed in either of these actresses, but I hope to get some more Superman comic characters added yeah. soon these are two more original characters after there's a few in the main cast so i'm hoping to hear you know not everybody can be a big character it's not like they're going to announce brainiac and mongol and 12 other of the most popular superman characters but even some more obscure characters i'd like to to see cast and roles soon and added to the to the show especially with the the cast of characters and depth of characters that you have with superman where there's literally probably no other comic book arc or that has more characters you can just you can pick random people that have never appeared in live action before and basically tailor them to your needs so yeah i same with you i'd i'd like to see some characters that have some more connection to the comics or at least more explicit connection to the comics yeah there's 82 years of comics and other medias to pull from so i'd i'd like to i like to personally i'm someone who likes to see that stuff adapted uh in fewer original characters but that's just me on to some directing news. James Bamford has announced he will be directing episode four of Superman and Lois on his website. So he's a longtime stuntman and stunt coordinator. He actually did some work on Smallville. Uh, he started a lot of work in Arrow. He's pretty famous for that. I think he's pretty famous for getting his neck snapped by Oliver in the pilot of Arrow. Uh, no one could know his secret. But he he went on to direct 17 episodes of Arrow, including several crossovers, premieres, and finales. He became their go-to director. He didn't start directing until season four, but he was their go-to director in the final few seasons. He also did an episode of Batwoman and Supergirl, known very much with his stunt background for hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. But uh, one of the stronger directors in the CW-verse in recent years. Yeah, so if they're bringing him on for episode four, if we want to speculate wildly we could maybe say that episode four is the first time we're introduced to another kryptonian or some other uh person with powers comparable to superman or superman loses his powers something that uh, make would make it so that he needs to use hand-to-hand combat but again that's just wildly speculating he's a very talented director he doesn't necessarily only do stunt heavy or combat heavy directing he's just he's good at directing superhero shows yeah uh, but uh, we'll say along those lines, if there's a time when Superman visits War World or something and right. has to just use some good old fashioned punching to get out of a situation, he would also be a good choice for that. But yeah, he can do other stuff. So we know Lee Tolan Krieger is directing episode one, but we don't know who's doing two and three. Although it's possible Krieger is doing more than one. There's been speculation with all of the directors. You know, maybe they'll be doing, usually they switch each episode, but maybe they'll be doing multiple just because of pandemic restrictions and all that and that's another thing we should have talked about with the actresses uh, the recurring roles they may be as important as series regulars because i think they might want to reuse characters and, and cast that they're familiar with instead of keeping bringing on new extras for one-off guest appearances uh, with the current situation yeah that's a good point and also something to keep in mind when we're hoping for more casting news is it's quite a big process to find an actor or actress and then make sure that they're okay with quarantining 
um, and staying over here and getting them all set up and everything. So, well, yeah, and they, something to keep in mind. And they get a lot of local Vancouver talent, but they still have to go through the process of um, testing and all that. Yeah. Gregory Smith is going to be a supervising producer slash director, according to Bitsy Tolick, of course. That's where the news come from. He is, he's been, he's an actor. He's done some producing and he has done a lot of directing, including Legends of Tomorrow, some big episodes, Invasion, Crisis on Earth X, Crisis on Infinite Earths, those episodes. So from what I know about TV productions and my basic understanding of the English language, all of which could be wrong, supervising producer is kind of the producer on set. It's a step below the executive producer and showrunners like Todd Helbing, but they do a lot of important work on set in a supervising role some might say yeah that that kind of tracks with how i understand it as well um it is nice to see uh, there's a lot of people they're bringing in that have experience with some of the bigger episodes of the cw shows the the crossovers and special events uh it's nice to see people with that kind of experience coming in yeah and i like the mix so far in terms of having with everything we've looked at with the writers and producers directors all that there's a mix of People who have worked on the CW verse shows before, but also a lot of outside voices and uh, newer voices. So I'm, I'm glad to see that mix and, and hope we keep seeing more of that. There's also more details on the permanent sets that are being built for the town of Smallville. This comes from several local news sources that are in the, the show notes if you want to check that out. But the Surrey City Council has officially granted the three-year use of the Cloverdale Fairgrounds for the set. And that can be extended for another three years, which means I think we should get used to seeing Smallville in Superman and Lois. It's a $1.5 million project that covers 300 acres. So this is going to be the town of Smallville. Lots of big stuff there. Um, the $1.5 million, I don't know if that's what WB is paying to rent this area or, or what exactly they mean by that. Uh, there's going to be storefronts in town spaces, and you can see specs of that online. There's going to be a hardware store, bank, cinema, gas station, hotel, and a large green screen for special effects. It also will include a post office, train station, and the Smallville Gazette office all of those will have room to film indoors so a post office train station and a smallville gazette they could film indoors if they want to and it's going to provide 200 local jobs for electrical set dressing all that stuff actually getting it done so uh, a big production looks like a pretty big investment into making the town of smallville yeah and this is this is cool not a whole lot of information to that we can actually take from this that will inform much about the show but uh, a three-year use looks like they're at least they can use this for anything that doesn't have to necessarily be used for super, the new TV show, but it is a good sign to see that they're, they have a three year use that can be extended. So hopefully that, that means there's some optimism in the network uh, behind the show. What do you think about the post office train station and Smallville Gazette filming indoors? I could see them using the Smallville Gazette quite a bit, but besides that, um, I don't know how many times you're going to film indoors. I don't know. Um, for those locations like how many times can they go to a post office that might just be a cool thing that they're designing may not be a major role but i thought that was funny the train station i can see because maybe they're they're using that to get back and forth between metropolis a lot and so maybe a lot of things scenes can happen there and then maybe the post office maybe a an unnamed character that we don't know yet or one of the kids or something gets a job there i don't know i guess they're not old enough to get a job there but um yeah i'm not really sure like you said, how, how much can happen in the post office unless it's a post office slash cafe. And then they could spend all kinds of time there if we know our Superman history. Yeah. And one other thing, the Vancouver Sun is going to, the newsroom is going to be used as a daily planet for Superman and Lois. So this was shared from Rob Shaw, who actually works at the Vancouver Sun. He wants <laughs> to get a role as an extra in the show. But it sounds like they'll be filming scenes there 
or at least a scene at the Daily Planet in the Vancouver Sun. That's cool. It's an actual newspaper, so it's not. It will look real. Not that I know what the inside of an actual newspaper newsroom would look like, but it's that's a nice touch. Yeah, the only thing is with him not building a set for it, I was kind of disappointed. It makes sense, but I was a little disappointed that we're probably not going to see a lot of the Daily Planet if they're not actually building a set for it and they're just going to an actual working newsroom because they would have to kick people out of yeah. the newsroom to film there. So with Clark and Lois being in Smallville, living in Smallville, obviously we didn't expect them to... It's going to be tricky to be in Metropolis a ton. Obviously, Superman can get there pretty quick. But I don't know how much Clark and Lois would be able to commute there. So I'm a little disappointed because I want to see the Daily Planet and the Daily Planet staff, mainly all those different characters and stuff like that. But I don't think we're going to see very much of that, at least initially in the show. Yeah, and you raise a good point that that in combination with the fact that they can film indoor at the Smallville Gazette and then the casting news about Sophia Hasmick for Chrissy Beppo, who works at the Smallville Gazette, you asked about that. Maybe maybe that does mean that they're going to be working at the Smallville Gazette if if they're set up to film in there all the time. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure how they'll handle it. It's a little weird. I know uh, some people might not care, but to me it's kind of like it would be like having a Batman show without having the Batcave or something yeah. like that. You can do it, and it can be good. It doesn't mean the show won't be great, but it's just it feels like um, a really important part of Superman mythology. The Daily Planet is probably the one location I would want to see the most, and it's, you know, it sounds like we're not going to see very much of that. So I'm a little disappointed on that aspect doesn't mean the show won't be great though and there's lots of small and can be lots of cool things to see as well but it was established post-crisis i haven't seen any of the flash episodes yet but i know cisco one episode made a map metropolis is out on the east coast where it normally is and assuming smallville is still in kansas after crisis uh, it won't be easy for them to work there but i was kind of hoping lois might work remotely and we could check in with perry and she could voice chat him or those kind of things but i'm guessing there won't be too much of that yeah, and maybe that is it. Maybe they're like she's on some long-term assignment working undercover to to try to root out some corruption or crime or something like that. And like you said, she's working remotely and that's why they're, we won't see the Daily Planet offices all the time. Uh, and that could be a way that she has to keep like she has to have some sort of secret identity as well as Clark keeping the whole Superman thing secret. But again, that's that's more just speculation. Yeah, and that could be really cool to see. Although I don't know how you do several seasons of that but i guess you always yeah. figure out a way without going back to the daily planet eventually but maybe you figure out a way there and there's lots yeah. of ways to do that so <laughs> it can be done uh and then next up uh season six of supergirl is going to be the final season of the show it has been announced uh so not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have a huge impact for the show it does mean that this is the only superman family related show that will be on cw um uh, i don't know what changes if that if you think that makes any changes for this show or you, allows them to do anything else or maybe if there's any characters from Supergirl that you'd like to see on Superman and Lois? Yeah, we won't talk about the other shows too much on this show, I don't think. But with Supergirl so closely tied and taking so much from the Superman mythology, this kind of needs to be addressed. Uh, the, the big complaint there, it's not surprising. I think when Superman and Lois was announced, I didn't think they planned long term to have two shows starring Kryptonians on the air for too long. Now, a lot of people took that to be, unfortunately, even if Supergirl went eight seasons, I knew this was going to happen. But you see people saying, oh, the CW has Superman and Lois now, so they're canceling Supergirl. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just as likely Supergirl was planned to end and they were able to get Superman and Lois in the pipeline to come out later, similar to how Arrow ending and they wanted Batwoman to take over as the dark vigilante Batman knockoff type show of the universe. Um, so not surprising there, but 
yeah, are there any characters you'd like to see on Superman and Lois from the show? I mean, I've been I've been harping on wanting to have John Cryer, who plays like Sleuther. I want to have his character in some iteration. You know, with Crisis, he can be any kind of character. Now we could have the the good Lex Luthor, the the Lex Luthor that everybody thinks is good, who's actually bad, or just the straight up bad Lex Luthor, or any other kind of uh, combination of those things. Um, but I, yeah, I would love to to see him. You know, Lex Luthor is such a classic villain or foil or however you want to describe it to the Superman character that it would be kind of a shame to to not have him on a show that is solely based on Superman and Lois. Yeah, there's no characters I would be opposed to seeing for an episode or two, but there's not really any that I'm like, oh yeah, they definitely need to have a six episode arc or something like that, except for Lex Luthor. I'd like to see him in a regular role. Anytime there's a Clark and Lois, you need to know the situation with Lex Luthor and what's going on there. And we haven't seen them really interact yet. So it, it could be a fresh start for this universe. Obviously, Jimmy Olsen and Cat Grant, I'd like to see them. I know those. it's unlikely that those actors show up too much because they were on the show for a while and have have moved on to other things. So I don't know how much we'll likely to see them. And I don't. I think they're too big probably to recast, like we've talked about with some of the other roles on Supergirl that were there in season one briefly. So I don't think that's the case. But um, yeah, uh, anybody I would be not be opposed to, I guess. Yeah, the other one that jumped out to me was maybe David Harewood's Hank Henshaw, just because I like I like that actor a lot. I I like most of the things they did with his character on Supergirl, um, but I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Lex Luthor is really the only character that I really really want to see it for long stretches of time. The other characters would just be nice to have them pop in to and acknowledge uh, that they're part of the Superman family. But Lex Luthor is really where it's at for me. Yeah, and I've talked before about how Jimmy and Cat could maybe pop up in flashbacks, and that way you could get a different actor for for temporarily, um, if you can't get the the current cast back. But yeah, Lex Luthor's the number one. I wonder if Martian Manhunter, Supergirl, if they'll be around for crossovers, or if they're going to be written out somehow so they're not around, or or just kind of forget them once they're gone, or or how they'll handle all that. Yeah, that and it goes without saying we didn't, and we didn't say it, but seeing Supergirl on superman lois would be pretty cool as well yeah i mean she might pop up at some point i don't know if melissa bonois is going to want to come back but uh yeah i wonder if they'll save her for crossovers if she wants to appear then or if um or you know she might just want to be done with the role she's put in six years so it might be time for her to move on yeah all right well that is all we have for today until probably the costume drops any second now that we're done but if you want to review us on apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate that, that helps appreciate that that helps us get found by more Superman and Lois fans and you can follow at TV Superman Lois on Twitter and you can email us Superman and Lois podcast at gmail.com especially if you want us to cover something as we preview the show in the coming weeks here we've got a lot to look forward to with the show so we want to look at some some questions that you have uh, leading into the show or any topics you'd like us to cover in the meantime as we get set for the show to start 